0: Hey everybody, welcome to Street Fight Radio. It's Wednesday night, time for a street fight, and we are so glad you're here. You can watch us on the stream. We're live right now on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. Follow along. Sign up at patreon.com. You also get notified when we go live on shows. you have get emails about new stuff that comes out. And, uh, you know, we put free content on there as well sometimes. So, uh, get in the loop, get notified. Otherwise, keep listening as a podcast. That's what we started this as, and that's how most people uh, listen to the show. But if you're listening to the show two times a week and you want more than what we do, head over to Patreon.com where you can get access to zines uh, with writing and articles from Street Fight listeners and other, uh, un, you know, unusual voices. New, unique points of view happen in the zine. Uh, we've got Shocktober Volume Two is coming in October. Friday, Friday, the first episode of Shocktober comes out. You got to sign up on Patreon to get that. Uh, we've got the 100 million tons of steel heavy metal podcast that happened in September. That is all there. We just watched the Food That Made America, the second episode. You can watch along with us as we add commentary uh, to that. So keep help us keep the show running help us uh pay independent creators please subscribe on patreon it, it really does help us spread across the, spread this mess across the u.s and uh, allows us to pay independent creators and people to help out with the show and you know take care of our people like we like to do uh if this is the first time you've listened thanks for doing that i mean it takes a lot sometimes to try a new podcast out my name is brett payne my co-host is brian Quinby. street fight radio and uh, we're here to fucking rock and roll on a Wednesday night.
1: Yeah. I guess before we uh, get into the show, I want to say that October this year, uh, we could not, me and Felix could not schedule together. It just didn't work. And uh, they do, you know, they have election shit, like, heavier than me and Brett do. You know, like, that's kind of their beat. So uh, uh, I will have Chris James co-hosting with me who is an absolutely fucking hilarious guy if yeah you've, if you've watched the go off kings or if you uh have seen not even a show which is his show or any of that stuff Didn't he is great and march Madness. he did march madness too so he was one of my co-hosts on march madness uh he also uh, uh was a huge fan of a lot of this stuff so it's we're not trading off experience or anything and uh me and Chris have a really good time when we record together, so I think it's going to be a very good season of Shocktober. We got guests like Jesse Farrar. We got Brett Payne. We got Mike Hale. We have uh, um, uh, Drew Drew Spears, the man-cow expert, will be there, and also a writer for our TV show. And uh, for those of you who have heard Ron and Fez, if uh, you were a fan, because a lot of people bring up that we haven't covered them uh on the wrap-up episode we'll have classic shelbon shelby uh we'll talk to him about his various moments on the show and maybe we'll eat a shelbo which is a uh, donut Cut in half with ice cream in the middle.
0: <laughs> Ooh, I, I want to do that one.
1: <laughs> so, uh, uh, I, it's going to be good. I, 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 uh, I'm very confident and, uh, you know, me and Felix tried all the way up until yesterday and, uh, it just didn't happen. Didn't work. Nothing I can really do. So, uh, uh, that's the Shocktober news. Uh, also me and Brett. Did something that we would have never done four years ago. We watched the debate last night. We got together with our families. We we bummed our entire families out. And we watched the debate together. And uh, well worth it. Just Emmy award winning debate that was. If If they're giving Emmys this year. Because there's not a lot of new shit this year. I mean this is the show. Right? This is the TV show. This was the TV show of the century, I believe.
0: Yeah. um The debate was tough to watch with the family, I have to say. They did bum me out in a way. They bummed me out because... Well, I guess I had already died on the inside, you know, and like that still takes people a long time to do that sometimes, you know, I felt bad, like sitting there with Gwen and we're like hooting and hollering and just can't believe what's happening. And it was just like, you know, she's inheriting this world, you know, but also getting a much more honest that's how I feel. She's getting a much more honest representation of it than us who got out of school and, and bought into it and made ourselves miserable, you know? Yeah. And I,
1: I do believe that, uh, uh, I do agree that, you know, we do, we are kind of poisoned from being online and just, you know, kind of paying attention to this. Uh, uh, and we know that this is what America is, but. I think it's important that other people I think everybody has to see that this is what America is. It's
0: just because like it's what it is it's like it's kind- it's like the atheists on their deathbed calling out to god uh there's just everybody knew things were bad uh and then that happened and you know nobody paid attention to that. you know there's a lot of talks about it, but the you know i I doubt the regular person your average person wants to wants to sit through 90 minutes of that I, uh, but it was absolutely fucking astonishing and uh and i mean just totally unex not unexpected i don't know how unexpected it was i mean i, I can't make I'm, I'm still just reeling from it I've never was, seen anything like i've it. never seen it yeah never on tv have i seen a spectacle like that before um you know it was hard to make sense of things i i I feel like I screwed myself in 2016 because I based instead of like I'm not I I like to people read. I like to know what's going on. I like to feel around like what the the motions in the air are and everything. Uh and it, it, I would say that Donald Trump seemed like a complete asshole. Yeah. Uh, but f- what I learned from the last one is that I think that uh, a lot of people like that, though. That's not something that turns off most people.
1: This is the kind of day where getting rid of Facebook, I think, affected me in a negative way, rather than a... Because po- I mostly feel positive about it. It was bumming me out so much, I just couldn't handle it, you know? Uh-huh. and uh, uh, But I haven't seen what what real regular people think about the debate. I've only seen Twitter... Uh, where I don't think there's anybody on Twitter that wasn't either expecting this maybe or also aren't already dug in, you know? I think that's the big thing is like that, like, I took away from this is I walked away from this saying that everybody that was going to vote for Joe Biden is going to vote for Joe Biden. Everybody that was going to vote for Trump is going to vote for Trump. And that I don't know if, there even are undecided voters in this election it seems impossible you know especially after watching that last night it seems if you're a trump person then that debate performance made you happy and turned you way on because it
0: was it was trump i mean it was the thing came off I said it as soon as it started was like, wow, this is just Facebook comments. Like, this is literally just going to any Facebook page on a big post and reading through 1,000 comments and watching how dug in, like you said, people are. Uh, But, you know, Trump, it, it, like to his people, he treated it in a way like... A schoolyard fight i mean that was literally middle school fight right there it was like joe biden says that donald trump isn't the king in the fucking playground he's like yeah who said that jo- joe biden said that wait till i see <laughs> joe biden that's what he came out yeah. there and never even gave. he never once showed decorum it was just like fuck this guy he's my enemy railroaded everything i think he thought he was in trouble I, I really think that like, that's what, uh, that's what Tom from Trillbilly said was he thought Trump was kind of on skates, maybe that he, I know. he, he I, read it wrong and pushed too hard and was just flailing. I think it. he, that's his flailing. I feel like he thought that, okay.
1: So like in 2016, I watched the debates then too. So I, I did see those and, uh, Hillary Clinton, uh, was not trying to go toe-to-toe with him. And I think he knew that Hillary Clinton would be a person who would follow the rules of decorum. Now, I think if you're watching this election, like, before this, then you would know that Joe Biden, he doesn't seem like a guy who would take shit. He took a lot of shit last night. But he doesn't, he seems like a take... Take no shit guy. You know, he challenges people to push up contests. He says he wants to physically fight Trump. It's just listen up, fat, corn pop, all that stuff. Like I think Trump saw, I think Trump bought into the fact that Joe Biden's a loose cannon and that like Trump would, I think Donald Trump felt like he was going to be debating Donald Trump and uh, Joe Biden. I think his, his, his strategy was to seem even keel like just to seem like i'll stick up to this guy he's a fucking bully but i'm not gonna get crazy and i'm not gonna get mad and i really think in the end uh trump maybe did come out looking strong at the end of that because joe biden didn't look like a guy he looked like he couldn't handle donald trump the whole time I
0: felt too. Well, yeah, I mean, what he accomplished? What he accomplished basically was sympathy. I mean, he was just groaning and going come uh uh, uh. he mm-hmm. said sh- he said, "Well, this guy shut up." He he really does he really establishes himself as someone that won't back down, which is fine, but he has nothing to say. No, It's not like I won't back down in that, like, I'm not going to concede. It's just that I will literally stand there and let somebody completely fucking humiliate me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's like you're watching somebody on the ground on their back with their hands over their head and somebody slapping their fucking head and saying, get up, get up, get up. I mean, I don't know. If I, I guess the bully is the winner there, but I don't, I, I don't think that I'm looking at the person on the ground, Joe Biden being the, the turtle on his back. I, I don't think I saw that as appealing. A leader.
1: Yeah. We're talking about uh, this thing that, you know, me and Brett don't really, you know, buy, I mean, we're the number one anarcho comedy show and, and I don't buy into this America needs leadership shit. And, but. Uh, uh, I think a lot of people, I mean, you know, obviously most people believe in that. And, uh, uh, Donald Trump came off for better or for worse, like a leader, an evil leader and, an horrible ill-tempered evil leader. Yeah. But he came off like what I see as a leader. You know what I mean? Like, that's what, when America talks about leadership and who the leader is, that's that is what they're talking about. That is what we think are elites. And by the way, the fact that these were our elites standing on that stage, I think that is what hit me the hardest. More I, I, more than more than my family who was just shocked by how Donald Trump by how they carried themselves, I was more shocked about like these are the elites. This is the aristocracy of america this is uh fucking oscar wilde or, or whoever yeah. you know what i mean this that is who this is and that is who it has always been
0: you know yeah and that was, and it was that was tough because there were just moments i made eye contact with gwen and she just shook her head and like when biden was just flailing like there was a couple times He's. He doesn't. He should never say a number ever again. He. No. He's never delivered a number correctly. There I, was a bad. I don't one. care if. I don't care what the situation that he can't do it, but he just shouldn't. If you know that you can't say numbers in the correct order, you shouldn't. You, and and Katie, your Katie made me feel so bad because she sat on a chair. And I was like come get on the couch. We got a huge couch and she's like I need to be able to walk away. And she was pacing behind me like watching through like it was like a horror movie. She was watching between her fucking fingers and I understand that. And I, and it's I think it's because of what you said. Like this is this is what it's come to. This is what our uh th- this is the most important thing that we can do is based on these two guys. These are two well, guys that everything's focused on.
1: Well, let me also say about Katie is she is and very, very much Brett and Brian 2012 mindset. I think, uh, she's not voting for either one of them. Who? Katie. Not going to vote for Joe Biden? No. What? She can't. She says she's in 2012 mindset. She wow. is in Brett and Brian 2012 mindset. It's not about making a reasonable choice. It is about my morals are not going to allow me to do this. Sure. And uh, I would never fucking take that away from her. Sure. I do talk to her about like, you know, I don't know what this world looks like with Joe Biden as the president, but I know like what it looks like with Trump. And it's scary to me. Yeah. It was like, I I find it scare a four more years of this. I'm really scared of like what my life is going to look like. What, what even are ever what, what a a person like me who is totally insulated through privilege from so much stuff, you know, where I'm so insulated, I'm not going to get hassled by the police. None of that shit. Right. It's, it's going to be, everybody is going to be affected. Yeah. In, in another term. He won't, have to work for reelection. And it just is, is that is the true nightmare scenario.
0: That's what, that's what Erica said to me today is, uh, she went to bed a little early, but at dinner, I was just like, so what do you think of that? And she was like, I'm really scared. Like, so I'm yeah. just basically scared. And I, and I understand that. Absolutely. I, I am thought too. the, you know, um, Trump also, I, once again, like, I, from a, just from a, I guess, an analyst's point of view, he, he knows a lot more. He, he commented on Joe Biden getting in trouble with people like us. He commented on getting in trouble with people that follow the manifesto. He commented on all kinds of very deep level stuff. Um, and had more of an, like had more of an understanding of the situation that even Joe Biden was in that I think even Joe Biden when he had to do, he's like, you know, that whole say law and order, say law and order, you know, you can't type thing was, was really revolved around. Uh, You know Acknowledging who we are you know Bernie Sanders got brought up by both of them Like
1: he has an Uncanny ability It's not uncanny it's not even Weird but he is A guy that has never been a normal Person but for some Reason he knows how to talk to normal People yeah and that is what he Was doing and I think uh, Joe Biden He doesn't he just he's He's been in that world forever and he doesn't, he knows how politicians talk to people. He doesn't know how to talk to normal people. So Trump knows if he says, well, if you had been president, two million people would have died. He knows that there's no way to prove that's not true. You know, and he is right that he did say that stopping travel from China was
0: xenophobic. He he did say that. That's what I yeah, that's true. That's what I mean. That's also something he's j ju- he just controlled the shit out of it. And I, I guess at the end of the day, that's what I don't know, is like He, Like, he reminds me of every successful salesperson at my job. He reminds me of a popular manager. He reminds me of the head of any division. He reminds me of a boss of a manager, and they're rude fucking assholes. Now, what happens is after they leave the room, everybody talks trash about them, but it doesn't matter because they're on top. Yep. Like we can all say that guy's deplorable and it doesn't matter because he has all the reins of fucking power. Yeah. You know? Yep. Like that's where we that's where I'm getting in that's where I'm getting into.
1: I also don't after last night I'm much less clear on who's going to win. I think I had I had really kind of figured Biden was gonna win this thing running away, but I think last night I don't know who it hurt or what it hurt. I, I'm sure in a couple days we'll start seeing the poll numbers. But, uh, oof. I don't know, man. I, I did. I, I'm really nervous about election night this year because I think it's going to be fucking weird. Yeah. Well, because we know they're not going to have all the ballots. We know that there are places where you're not allowed to open. I mean, you know, obviously you can open it, but you're not allowed to open your mail in ballot until the day of the election day. So we know that there are going to be a lot of uncounted votes, right? But we also know that there is going to be almost certainly Trump is going to declare victory no matter what fucking happens. Almost. I see that as a virtual certainty. And then what happens after that? I don't fucking know, but I know that the way the Democrats fucking work is that like, We are probably going to go out into the streets and they are going to concede in order to bring the country back together. That is what they will fucking say. And then we will have four more years of him, no matter who wins with the amount of votes that it takes to win. You know, I have a very, in my mind, I am already ready to jump in my car and drive to DC that week. Like I'm ready to do it. And I'm, I will go down there because if it goes down, I want to be there, you know? And like, uh, uh, I'm just really worried about how this plays out. I, I don't even know. You know, you hear all these stories about these countries where, where shit went sideways and like, this seems to be coming to a head where this could go sideways. Well, this this time
0: yeah i was gonna say the other the yeah like think the the proud boys shout out was definitely a problem because you know I, I i don't know how i i don't think trump is very calculated um but i think that he has this tacit idea that he knows there's a group of people out there that will do fucking violence for him
1: fuck i don't think that he cares at all about the proud boys he knows that they are voting for him yeah yeah And he knows, he. I don't think he knows at all what they do. And uh, uh, I think it doesn't matter what he knows. And I don't think it matters what he says. It matters how they perceive it. And they have definitely perceived it as a victory. Sure. You know, so that's dangerous. It's just that kind of shit is dangerous, dude. That is exactly, you know... Again, all these other times this has happened in history, this kind of shit was going on. Yeah. You know, and yeah, I, I don't really know, me and you have, have learned so much from our travels and our, our, uh, uh, going to these being at J20, being at, at different, you know, Black Lives Matter protests and stuff like we have learned a lot from that. And one of the things we've learned is that life appears to go on normally outside of the action outside of whatever's happening. And to me, it feels like it's going to be very fucking hard to figure out where we were, we are at and what is going on on election night. And that week after election night.
0: Well, yeah. So the thing is, is that, um, the thing about it is that, you know, everybody is waiting for like a moment where they just turn on the TV and it's like America's over and it just goes beep. But, um, you know, there's going to be groups of people trying to claim America. There's going to be Republicans and Democrats. Long before, like, long after, like, police departments leave some cities and and long after, uh, some places like, you know, Portland or battlegrounds or whatever just become these areas, uh, where people take over. We've already seen during those wildfires, we saw it during the hurricanes in Florida over the last couple of years. Those fascist fucking assholes show up in all of their EDC guns and ready to go. And, uh, they're ready to, they're ready to start taking over territories and shit. And, um, the government doesn't mind them. The government works with them. And, uh, the decline of that is going to result in more autonomous zones, but it's not going to be a full blown, there's no more America anymore. Yeah. I, It'll I think, still be here. I,
1: yeah. It's kind of like the Soviet Union, right? Like I think about that a lot. The, the, the sort of the Soviet Union ended, but, It was just kind of chaos for a while until a government took hold. Yeah. You know? And, uh, I don't fucking know what's gonna happen, but, uh, I, me and Brett will be there. What, whatever happens, we will be there when it happens.
0: Yeah. You know, just, uh, practice running long distances. I'm um, not going to do that. Practice your combat skills. I'm going to practice
1: getting killed by a proud boy. Just that's what's going to end up happening to me if I have to run a long distance.
0: (laughs) I mean, (laughs) yeah, I think that like, I I don't see either of them as a solution to like our early demise, obviously, but I do think, and I saw Kenzo, uh, from the class time podcast and longtime friend uh saying that like after the the uh debate he was gonna go vote biden he was just like I, "I it takes like five minutes and i'm just gonna go do it just it's like it's nothing to make a big show out of or to say i believe this or that it's just like a like i said all those signs just a big fucking no to trump and yeah. you know you don't have to have faith in it or anything i don't have any but right
1: yeah i mean you know i'm i'm pretty sure i'm gonna go do it and uh uh See where it falls. See, like I said, I don't, I don't fucking know what's going to happen. So
0: yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. It's, um, it, it's, you know, going to be challenging times, uh, is what we're dealing with. Uh, we don't have a government that can deal with this stuff. And, uh, one thing that we know about life is it is suffering and there are bad times. There's, there's no guarantees. So that's, that's coming. Uh, and there's going to be less and less. Of uh, of authority to rely on, but that puts the hands in community local communities, you know. Yeah, yeah, which are I think good people. Like I-, I think that even some of the ugliest Facebook posters are good people when yeah. it comes down to mutual aid and people in you know in their city. You know. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. We'll, we'll like I said, we're gonna probably we're at the point now where this is what we we're gonna probably open the show with every every week just because it's that's the biggest thing happening but we're gonna change gears now to something that's gonna piss you off even more uh i got this article from vice early in the weekend ashwin rodriguez wrote it and uh i'm just gonna start with ashwin? I- a-s-h-w-i-n yeah that's from rodriguez. vice yeah
0: ashwin. yeah that's our guy is we that t- our guy we talked to him last week about the TV show.
1: Right on. All right. Uh, so, yeah, he wrote this piece uh, from Tech by Vice. And uh, it says, since COVID-19, many Americans fell behind in all aspects. Reads the website copy. The button below this statement is not for a GoFundMe or for a petition for calling for rent relief. Instead, it is the following call to action from a company called Civil, C-I-V-V-L. They left the, uh, but they did leave one of the vowels in.
0: Yeah. Interesting. So, uh, why not SVL? <laughs> because it's not spelled
1: with an S, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's not a good... It's, a, it's That is like a real dystopian name for what this product is, uh, and it's Be Hired as an Eviction Crew. Uh, it is Uber for
0: evictions. Oh, uh, do we need that? I don't... Think I we guess need I'm not. That. I didn't know. I don't own enough properties. You're to not know a that. landlord enough yeah.
1: to know uh, during a time of great economic. And this is from their site during a, a time of great economic and general hardship, civil aims to be essentially Uber, but for evicting people seizing on a pandemic driven nosedive in employment, huge uptick in number of people who can't pay their rent civil aims to make it easy for landlords to hire process servers and eviction agents as gig workers. Can you, can oh, you imagine God. taking the shit pay to do something this evil?
0: You know, you fucking like have to finish up dinner real quick with your family because you just got a notification on your phone to go to go uh, evict someone.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it. Uh, here's some stuff from their site. Uh, in its Craigslist ads posted across the country, Civil explains the opportunity plainly. There is plenty of work due to the dismal economy. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> unemployment is at a record high and many cannot or simply are not paying rent and mortgages,
0: the ad state. Folks, this economy is abysmal and you know it.
1: Yeah, I'm looking. Here it is. Here, here is the site here. Uh, let's read the ad here, actually. Uh, it says earn up to $125 an hour. So what already evil as fuck because yeah, that sounds great. There's just no fucking way you're making that. And it's. It's going to lead people to do it, you know, and uh, the ad starts out here. Uh, Unemployment is at a record high. Many cannot or simply are not paying rent and mortgages. We are being contracted by frustrated property owners and banks to secure, secure foreclosed residential properties. There is plenty of work due to the dismal economy. We are seeking clean out crews, eviction crews, independent contractors and process servers, civil duties. And, uh, so it says here's the duties and the uh, information for civil. Uh, it says, reliable earnings, earn up to 125 an hour, true flexible schedule, choose your own days to work, no caps or scheduled hours, quick deposits, choose to get paid instantly after every job, track and spend your earnings with Cash App or via check. See and accept the assignment via the civil agent app. So that's how you select it. And there's plenty of work and you can do quick sign up. You got to be 18 years or older and then have a smartphone and a minimal there's, background check. It says
0: there's no like advanced training for pro for doing any of this process server and shit. I don't think so. Legal, do- is it like legal documents.
1: Yeah, it, it's, it, it basically, let me, let's go to the, I'm going to the application process. I'll go to the application process
0: for, uh. I uh, mean, 125 an hour. I mean, I would do, I would work for the devil for that much money. I, yeah, this is not something that I could. It just says that, but it's just, I mean, it's a matter of like. Hey, we need people to evict people. It's like, I'm not gonna do that for ten dollars an hour. And it's like, well, you do it for one twenty-five. And it's like, well, there are a lot don't, of don't that tell need anybody. Yes. There are a lot of
1: dudes that need money now. And it's like kind of like, you know, I, I once knew a repo guy for for cars. Right. And like they wanted to quit that job the whole time. Like it's it's an anxiety inducing job. It is a bummer. You don't feel like you're on the right side in the situation. And uh uh but there was nowhere else to go. The the but amount of
0: money being made was right. crazy. What when are you gonna do punch a clock? You're gonna do Uber Eats and get paid seven dollars an hour and do damage to your car so that it works out to four sixty-five an hour?
1: Yeah. It says uh get started ASAP. There are many advantages to being to being and civil you can make extra money control your own schedules market yourself and find new clients this is the uh application we'll, we'll go ahead and fill out the application we'll get in there uh uh you uh you are your own business and we'll be working as an independent contractor you're not should... an employee of civil we, we
0: should... don't supervise direct or control your work you can't get in fine you can't go to jail for doing a bad job right like could we no Go there and do I don't know job. What, what would happen. For, to
1: be clear, you will not be evicting people. The local sheriff will handle that. You are an after the fact necessity of clearing out the property after the court ordered judgment eviction has taken place. What? So you're basically there to So what'll happen is the sheriff will go out and do the official like scram. You're out and then you go in and either you serve them the papers for their debt or you uh, uh or you move the stuff out of the house and throw it
0: outside you clean the shit up that's the two things uh uh yeah someone someone in the chat did say state process servers are usually state licensed i'm guessing there's some way they can robo sign that and get you to just fucking put it on your civil app and bring it with you to the sheriff
1: Oh no. Oh no. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks like they're still taking my stuff. Uh, I'm getting, I'm getting my shit in here. You there. gonna do it? I'm not gonna do the job. I'm just seeing
0: like what the application process is like. Yeah, the cleaning out places. That's like my, like, uh, my brother in law cleans out apartments for Ohio State, like when people leave. Well, that's fine. Yeah. I know a sure. lot of people that do that too. Uh,
1: I know a lot of people that, my mom did that for a while. And if you're leaving,
0: that's fine. TJ Borg in the chat says in the app reviews, it says you have to pay $35 to get the background check. What? So they're probably just getting $35 bucks out of people, basically. Yeah. Yeah, for <laughs> but sure. Again, they're, they pay, you know, $25 to get it done, selling weed type shit.
1: Yeah, it looks like this is going to be a whole pain in the ass. Let's see. We filled it all out. 35 bucks. $35? Uh, it says you got to say if you're at least 18, if you have an, a valid, unexpired line. Yeah, this is kind of the uh, regular shit. So it looks like uh, an individual.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, you're trying to you're trying to fill it out right now.
1: Well, I'm just going trying to get through the pages to see there's only 4 of them. So then they ask for your ID and I'm not going to give that to them. So I guess we're done. Uh sick fucking country that this is. That's just a sick thing to fucking do. So uh uh fuck them. Uh let's do something more fun, I think. we like yeah. to
0: do something like that? Yeah, I like fun stuff. We have
1: two choices. We can do interview do's and don'ts. Uh, it's a video where a person gives us some some clues and then we can take a look at another video where we could answer a few questions I think that's the way to go, but we also have a Walmart anti-union video So we have two choices here. It's a choose your own adventure for the chat, I guess and uh you know, I think we could do the, 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 the interview questions because that would be a good time and uh-huh. we could goof around with it. But the anti-union video, I did watch it today. There are things in there to cover. Uh, it All seems right. okay. What do you think, chat? Do you want yeah, to the- let us know, chat Uh, and, and while we wait, I'll, uh, um, I'll, I'll tell a story about this
0: HR article I saw earlier today about voting. I'm going to hit my uh, nectar collector.
1: I saw an article earlier today about voting uh, uh, where some poor poor soul, some uh, uh, person that's just maybe too good for this world, I believe, asked the question, do I need to take PTO to vote? Holy shit. <laughs> and I was like, you are a sweet naive soul. Sir or madam and uh uh yes i don't think anybody's giving paid time off to vote like i don't think anybody's giving you the time to vote they have and and the answer to the question is they have to let you go vote they they cannot tell you that you have to work the entire time that the polls are open really they have to let you vote I didn't know but that. But they do not have to pay you, which is a lot like fucking FMLA, which is dog shit. <laughs> where it's like they have to let you off,
0: but they don't have to pay you. I think I remember doing. I think I remember doing that now. I yeah. think I remember taking a few extra hours and just being like, "Man, my my place was just backed up." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get away with that. What do we got here? What are we doing? Uh, being like all out. Actually, being out of PTO. Uh, where they have to give you unpaid hours, which is something they never do. They yeah, never no, let they anybody, they never let anybody work unpaid. Uh, and then, but. Finding a loophole where like it's voting, it's November dog. I gotta go fucking cast, do my civic duty. I, would, I need four I would hours take a fucking
1: half day. Dude. Yeah. If exactly. I was working a real job now, I would fucking, I mean, I guess you probably can't get away with that at like a grocery store or a restaurant or something like that. But if I'm working in an office, I'm taking a half day. I'm saying I waited four hours to vote. All There's right. There's no way.
0: Let me see what we got here for choices. So we got one, two, three for interviews. That's Walmart, Walmart, Walmart. So it's three and three? And
1: Walmart. All right. So we'll give them one more second to see if they did the interview. <laughs> <laughs> we know which one you want. I, li- I, I like fucking around with answers. Do the one you want. Whoa, do the assassin. one that you want. Woo-hoo-hoo. Well, I, I there's a treat if we do the interview don'ts for Brett. Is there enough time for all of them? There might be. I don't know. There is always next
0: week. There is always another week. It's true. I've heard that before. So. All right. They chose interviews. They did the right thing. Let's do interviews. The chat's just overwhelming. After you pressured them, they got the hint.
1: Let's do some interview do's and don'ts, Brett. I need some don'ts and some do's. Because. Hello there. Woof. Come on, dude.
0: Cool. This sounds down. very excited already. I heard a very, just one second clip is very excited.
1: Well, he's a British guy. So we're going to learn uh, interviews from the British perspective or maybe Australian.
0: Interesting. I don't know. He sounded Aussie to me, but I don't know.
1: He could be Aussie. So, uh,
0: let's just fucking go right into this. This and, is, uh, uh, the title of this video is entry level job interview questions and answers. This is really a service for our listeners more than anything. We're, we're, we're playing. This video by this
1: Australian fella who, who, you know, but the funny thing about these videos, Brett, that, that I have found is there are probably 15 videos with more views than this guy and also 15 more videos with just more subscriber count and everything else. Every one of them doesn't give you the answers to the questions. They try to send you to a website where you have to buy something. <laughs> Ebooks. It's all yeah. about funneling you
0: to an ebook.
1: Evil. That's this one he- is too. But he, yeah, I, I listened to it, and I, I know we're good.
0: Um. uh This is yeah. This is also uh really antiquated. I think in a way already. Um. In like the the modern interviewing space, I don't think you're gonna get past anybody with boilerplate shit like my my biggest weakness is that I cared about my job too much.
1: i tell you the truth. I don't think that's true. Really? Think I, I think that, the, that for entry-level positions at, at major corporations okay. Okay. or at maybe a fast food restaurant or something like that, the interview process is never going to change. Okay. It is,
0: like, right. It's been the same since 1920. Pret- <laughs> pretend that you want this job a lot and pretend that you care about it deeply and you will pledge fealty to it. Say us. the right words. That's the
1: thing that we've always talked about on this show. We've always talked about job interviews like a game. We have always, uh, uh, we have always explained that like it's not about who you are or what kind of fucking person you are. It is absolutely about saying the right combination of words. It's like a thing where you're moving words around in such a way that you're saying something. That sounds like the, there is a right answer is what I'm trying to yeah, say. There yeah. is a 100, there is a wrong, there are millions of wrong answers and, and one or two right answers for yeah. every interview question. So, uh, let's, let's hear it. Hello there. My name is Richard McMunn from the interview
2: training company, passmyinterview.com. And in this tutorial, I'm going to teach you
1: how to pass an entry level job interview thank you buddy what was his name again George McMahon or something Richard Mcmorial Rick 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 ten- Richard
0: I think it was Richard Rick yeah Richard <laughs> Rick Tenchio. what what was it okay jo- John, John he might be British too that shit kind of sounded British yeah well, he Gian- said Posse. Carlo
1: ten- yeah John Carlo yeah Giancarlo yeah, conchaccio yep. that probably was his name so it does not matter which position you are
2: applying for make sure you stay tuned Watch the presentation fully from start to finish, because I promise to help you succeed. Thank you.
0: Nobody ever promises that. They just say you might succeed. They don't promise you that you will succeed. I
1: I think this is such a fucking... I'm just going to say this from a business. Can you hit nine? standpoint i don't think that works dude it doesn't if we did no we have to have it set up that other way this video is nothing there's like i promise everybody there's nothing on this video
0: it's yeah it's just clip art people um i mean be white that is one of the good that is what he has like visually be one of five white people for the job
1: yeah i mean that is true it is all white people so that might be a thing uh, uh, the, but the thing I think about this in a pure business sense, just as a guy who doesn't give half of a shit really about business, but also like has to make money to live, selling ebooks to people that don't have jobs seems, <laughs> I mean, man,
0: we can't judge him. <laughs> We chose a pretty broke audience.
1: We do actually do the same thing where it's like, we're now making fun of
0: job interviews. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're making fun of a guy that's doing them right. Right, right. For trying to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> like this asshole is actually trying to get employed. This
1: is a service to our listeners. Okay. Yeah. I
0: think this is actually,
1: this is, a, this is probably helps some
0: people out, maybe.
1: Oh God, it will. And to
2: achieve that goal. This is what I will cover. Thank you. I am going to give you a list of common entry-level job interview questions that I strongly advise you prepare. Okay, good. I'm going to give you brilliant, unique answers to common entry-level interview questions. I'm going to give you some tips on how to stand out during your interview, even when you have zero experience.
1: One, he called his answers unique and brilliant. Now, I did watch this video earlier. I want you to after in the chat, just in, in the chat on, on, in your brain while you're working or whatever. I want you to assess whether each answer is brilliant. And me and Brett will obviously, after the answers, we will assess on a scale of one to 10, how brilliant the answers are. Sure. Um,
0: I, I, I uh, sorry.
1: Also, Can I say that, like, if you're going into an entry-level job, by definition, you have zero experience.
0: Right. I mean, I think this is – the problem with this, immediately all I see – is somebody trying to memorize this guy's answer and completely butchering it in an interview?
1: Yeah, that's the
0: danger of these kind of things. You know, it's, this kind of stuff just lends itself to people that do too much research. Well, it's like these ebooks and all of this, there's an entire industry like based upon interviewing correctly, and people spend hours an hour's on it all the time and they aren't like interviewing and just making it through and figuring out how to be natural and express themselves and all that stuff so you end up trying to memorize this guy's fucking response
1: it is maybe that's why some of them don't give questions and don't give answers but uh I mean, that's what I would do if I was faced with this. I would just switch some of the words around I in agree. this guy's answers and just be like, hey, you know, all this- I would do is just move my hands around while I talk. So it looks like it was coming off the top of my head.
0: Yeah, I'm just going. Yeah, that that's you're right uh, to exp- expand on that. This comes off as complete trickster energy. Like, if you know how to plagiarize properly, you don't copy and paste some shit over. You change things. You make it your own. You, you know, you, you have, you have it together enough to tell it in your own way. You're not just going to repeat somebody else's thing. Yeah. No, no.
1: Yeah. For sure. I mean, like I said, I, I was a memorizer and, uh, the, uh let's get into this actually. So I would say that the most successful job interview that I ever had, the most successful experience I ever had getting a job would have to be the cable company, which is a job that doesn't just hire anybody. You know, I was getting an entry level, but they don't hire every person that fills out an application. Like a lot of my other jobs were Go. They just hire everybody that fills out an application,
0: right? Well, and also in the way that that the cable industry has moved to, which is independent contractor, because it's much cheaper having somebody on staff, paying for their tools, paying for their van. You are investing, uh, you know, an amount of money into this employee. Yes, for training, like right. before we you train, right,
1: and all of that shit. Yeah, and you're trusting them with a bunch of shit. So like. That would be my most successful interview. Now, let me tell you just a little bit about that interview. Um, I did not have interview clothes. I didn't own them. Okay. Have you ever? No. Why? I mean, I guess back then I should have had them. You wore a...
0: I'll tell you what I wore. You had a collared shirt for your graduation, right? No. I wore a Young Bucks t-shirt
1: under my (laughs) graduation gown. Okay. I said super kick party, it looked kinda like the bullet bullet sure. club thing. Yeah. Uh um so days. when I went to that interview, I had to do something and I was broke as fuck and I couldn't buy clothes, so I put on Oh God, I'm wincing already <laughs> for anybody that's you not can. watching.
0: I'm wincing.
1: A short sleeve, uh button up shirt. But all the way or what? all the way up, okay. button up shirt that had a pocket on the side and was like a plaid kind of, but okay, it was set up like more of a, uh, uh, something you wear in the backyard, you know? Yeah, I was thinking grill dad. Yes, stuff. this is a grill dad shirt. And then the, the, the issue would be that, uh, I didn't, all I had was jeans. Okay. And my pants collection, except for one thing. And that was a pair of khaki Element shorts.
0: <laughs> Elements? Ella, you remember the brand Element? I haven't seen that the in forever. That brand? one is gone. I thought I yeah, f- it was 2002. Though. I forgot that one. Yeah. so I I, I love that. Yeah, I love them. I threw on the Element shorts. Okay. <laughs> and I went was in. Were just straight pipes? Like, no anything extra no they were put together like they could
1: conceivably if you were going to a more formal backyard well, barbecue
0: yeah and that's i would be dressed like one of the better dress kakalak and show, the plaid yeah. on the top yeah and uh, what just, about the was, shoes like, what was the it was shoes? soaps soaps no way <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no way
1: i fucking why would i lie i had soaps
0: that's so cool, man. Was there soaps. weren't so much money now. Still,
1: it, it was soaps with. I didn't have the grind plate on them though. I had Why taken did you that have off. Soaps then. That grime, well, I mean, I wore the grind plate sometimes, but I took it off because you were of times. doing
0: professional stuff, ma'am. I'm not going to grind. <laughs> I'm not going to grind in this cable factory. I, I won't be grinding, and don't worry about the handrails out there. I'll leave them untouched. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> my promise. <laughs> grinding is simply a, a home activity. <laughs> My off time.
1: But but believe
0: believe me. So
1: when you be, ask me what kind of hobbies I have, I will let you know. Grinding is
0: one. People don't know. Um there was a pair of shoes in the late 90s called soaps, and they had a plastic plate across the middle of them so that you could jump and slide down rails like you were on rollerblades or skateboard. It was mostly a roll, it was the bottom middle. Yeah, it was know, it, it was yeah. It was mostly like rollerblade grinding. I had them. I loved them. I ground out, ground around the whole school, um, and I would still fucking fuck with them. I took, them, I still slide down on my ass down like a huge rail. Yeah. Sometimes I'll like, hit, I'll eat the dirt. Like I will literally fall on fucking pavement and get like raspberry on my arm from trying to ride a rail too big.
1: The grind plates were heavy though. No, they weren't on the shoes. That's why I took them
0: off. They, I, I just thought they, they felt heavy. Sometimes you'd hit a piece of gravel and you're like just spinning. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're basically just spinning on a little plastic. It was. But you
1: weren't out there for safety.
0: You were out there to grind.
1: Yeah, mostly you know? grinding. You fucking, a, I should have grinded to the interview. Get
0: a nice Royal Allen or something. Instead of
1: driving into Nissan 200SX that we had owned at the time and smoking 15 cigarettes with the window cracked. <laughs> Walk into the interview just reeking like cigarettes, wearing shorts don't shake the guy's hand did not shake his Didn't hand. shake their hand yeah and then i also Why not? learned without
0: something- a, a choice or
1: i for some reason at that time had decided that i don't shake hands you still do what
0: you don't shake hands now either I'm, i will you know if someone makes you i shake hands after shows and shit Okay. Like,
1: people will walk up to me and try to shake my – or want to shake my hand after live shows, and I'll shake every single hand of every person. I hug people now. You know? I'm okay. a lot more – at that time, though, I was really into the shock jock shit, and a lot of those guys are uh, germ-phobes and, yeah. like, freaked out
0: about germs, and I thought that was, like, the coolest way to beat. Yeah, because they hate people, and they think – all people are disgusting, like mongrels that are covered in bacteria. Exactly.
1: So that was that was what was going on. So I walked in, and when he went to shake my hand, I waved at him, like like a wave, and then
0: just like yeah, yeah, I'll just never little, forget. Little like that. a Muppet hand, just yeah. waving, my like head. hey, hey. It was a
1: fast wave. Hey. I'll show
0: you exactly what I did. He put his hand out
1: like this, and I went, oh hey, and then sat down in the chair.
0: Okay. That's a big time. I mean, you leave someone. I mean, in that situation, it's kind of it's like the debate. You if someone puts their hand out and you don't shake their hand, you're an asshole. But at the same time, you also made them look pathetic. (laughs) Yeah.
1: But then, like, after that, it really was I was on my heels the whole time. And here's how I had handled the prep for this interview. I wrote my answers down word for word. Every answer that I had, okay. I wrote it down word for word. And then the night before, remembered them like lines. Now, what, what if was he didn't ask this, the questions I thought he was going to ask. I would be fucked. I was just, I had two friends that worked there. Oh, but they didn't have an interview template. Sure. You know, but they told me a lot of the questions he was going to ask, but they said there were going to be other questions, like that they're different for everybody. And it would just be more of a free-flowing conversation, which which is what I'm good at. And I think that's how I ultimately ended up with the job. But the first- You're like, can we smoke weed in here? And they're like, I'm glad you asked. (laughs) (laughs) Once he took off, once we got through, once he got off the subject, right? Once he got off the questions I knew were going to be asked and I had memorized. Okay. Because this was my process
0: every time. And I didn't get a lot of jobs. Get him to talk about corn. Just drag him yeah. into talking about corn. Yeah.
1: Well, one of my favorite bands is corn, you know? Well, will no, uh,
0: convince them that their favorite band is corn. Yeah. So then yeah. you seem like, like, oh my gosh. They, I can't believe you dragged me into this. We're like best buds. I can't wait to work here. <laughs> he did like my music though. See? He
1: would, they, once, after I was hired, I was guest DJ. I've told you about that. I was guest sure. DJ on CD 101 and I played, played music and I played a few white stripes. Song. I played a white stripe song and some other stuff. And he was like, Oh, I really like your music, Brian. You're like a interesting guy who likes likes really good music. And I was like, I also like really bad music. Yeah.
0: <laughs> mostly the bad stuff.
1: But uh um anyway, uh as we talked, once he went off of my scripted material that was always scripted, uh uh once we went off of that, it became a conversation that I just had to engage in yeah. with a person. And like, I can say now without it being like a totally arrogant thing that I'm a, I'm pretty good conversationalist. And like, uh, that was, I think when I got the job, that was how I got hired. It it was just, once he started talking to me, he was like, ah, this guy's whatever people see in me. I don't know what it is, but it works.
0: (laughs) No, you're right. You're right. (laughs) I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't want to extend it too long, but I have the same experience with interviews and, uh. I don't think I'm special or better or anything, but I just have it—that skill to just go off the record and just get somebody to start talking about shit they never thought they'd be talking about, and all of a sudden they're like, "Yeah, we—I like that. I like that guy. I don't know why he didn't answer the questions. We ended up no. talking about like pickled fucking vegetables or something. I did. But I think that like I—I I think we'll hire him. <laughs> I did have
1: a funny thing happened, because I, I weighed 110 at the time. I was okay. 5'11", 110. And uh, just, uh, just so thin,
0: So right? fucking just pressed plaid shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 5'11", 110 soaps. Just ready to do free walking. <laughs> fade hairdo. Faded? Fade, yeah. No hats. Uh, oh, no you hats. had hair. I
1: had hair at the you time. You were faded? So I had a fade. Yeah. I always had a fade. That was the only haircut I had ever in my life. Okay. <laughs> fade and then shaved head. That was it. I had a fade all the way through high school. And for the first, like, probably, I don't know, seven years after high school, okay. I had a fade. Okay. Uh, uh, but there was a point where the guy was like, uh, so you're a pretty thin guy. Do you think you could lift an 80 pound ladder? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> That was just I like kind of answered it like yeah of yeah, course and, and when he said eighty pounds the first thing I thought was like I don't know if I can lift an eighty pounds <laughs> I've never actually
0: tried I've never <laughs> tried lifting eighty pounds yeah
1: all right let's see what else we're gonna get from Jefreny Bernard Schnacksky
0: that's his oh, name Jerfony.
1: Sherpy Jefreny <laughs> that was his actual name Sherpy Jefreny Tell you about oh, further resources know. you can get
2: access to, including <laughs> these
0: slides. Yeah, we know tell you'll do that. Insight. I mean,
2: so this there's, there's so many people that
0: made hundreds of thousand dollars on a dollar ninety nine eBay ebook. Yeah,
1: yeah, and, I mean and, and and that this was is the, the best kind of one to sell because people will. This is probably the most amount of of books
0: people. By, i think like regular self-help, ass people self-help is huge um career stuff absolutely people love it how to get a job i
1: think for i mean every single working class person when i was working a real job and 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 you know it, whether it was a cable or it was a phone call call center like all of them well, owned a book about how to get a job.
0: I mean, when you look at the statistics though, I, I remember, I mean, this was a number from uh, back in the the recession from 2009 10 years ago, uh, was people on average had to interview for 40 jobs sometimes to get work. Fuck, I don't know how I ever got a job
1: cuz I think I've done like seven job interviews.
0: But and and there but that it's just something that uh it, it is an industry it's an absolute fucking industry
1: for sure all right here we go we're gonna start getting into questions now i strongly advise you
2: stay tuned and of course you do to tell me the name of your job interview in the comment section below the video you call and me i will give you some more tips to help shoot. you really it. let's get straight all right here it. we go the first question is tell me about yourself so this is guaranteed to be the first interview question that you will need to answer.
0: True. Okay. They do response, this. They do some maybe. variation of this in some way. We're going to get with the, He's going to tell us three things to
1: cover and then me and Brett are going to answer the question for you. Okay. Just to show, to see, you know. Sure. you cover the following three areas? Tell
2: them what you are like as a person, including your most appealing qualities and traits. I can do that. Tell them what you enjoy doing from a work perspective. All right. And tell them what you're
1: going to be like in the position. All right. So, we have have received some tips. And now we're at a job interview. And Brett, if you want me to go first. We don't have tips yet. That's three tips. We're going to cover that within your response, you need to do these three things. These aren't the tips, though. Yeah, it is. It says tip right next to it. This is guaranteed to be the first interview question you'll need to answer. Right. Within your response, you need to cover these three things, okay? What you're like as a person, including your most appealing qualities and traits, what you enjoy doing from a work perspective, and what you're going to be like in the posi- position. That is what they well, want from you.
0: Do you want me to ask you? Yeah. Go ask me first, because I got this. The, this. Do we know the position is? What position are we going to have? podcast. Uh, are, you, are you trying to get into another podcast? We can do podcaster.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm signing up to be, I'm signing up at, at the local insurance company. They need a podcaster to come in and they need them to do the inter office communications podcast. Okay. Okay. Yep. And that's what we're doing, like big time insurance company. Yep. Okay. And then boom. You know, I've also got to write, I got to write the company newspaper. I got to fucking organize, like, conferences and meetings. It's like a whole, it's not just podcaster. When I work. Communicator. Yes. When I worked at Caltech, the call center, there was a local radio DJ, an ex-local morning radio DJ that worked there. And her job was director of joy, which is just like a sort of yeah, job they made fake. up <laughs> to have a not local real. Radio DJ worked there, and uh, um, so that's what I'll be. I'll be the director of joy. It's a human resources position. All right,
0: you ready? Yep. Hey, Brian. Thanks for coming today. We really appreciate it. Hey,
1: you're welcome. I'm sorry I didn't shake your hand. I'm I'm weird about germs. No, I appreciate that <laughs> little
0: wavy thing you did. It's, it's very unique. Um. So. Uh, let's get started. You know, uh, I just want to know what you're like as a person. Like, what are your m- most appealing qualities and traits? Oh, uh, um, well,
1: uh, um, okay, here I go. Here I go. This is the true answer. Cause I was, I won't look stuttering at you there. So I, I want to start now. It's tell me about yourself. What are your qualities and traits? I answer the whole question here. Uh, well, as a person, I like to think of myself as charismatic and handsome. And, uh, uh, those are really some of my more appealing qualities and traits. I'm kind. I'm a good father and, uh, a fucking
0: bang up employee. Ooh, okay. Well, wow. I mean, you know, and, 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 well, we, we have, you know, this is inner office. We have people of different, you know, beliefs when it comes to language.
1: Um, yeah. And, and I would say this too. Uh, what I enjoy doing from a work perspective,
0: I wouldn't say that part.
1: I would, I don't, let me start that
0: part over. Yeah. Let me ask. I wanted to address your language.
1: You're going to address each. Okay. Okay. Go
0: ahead. Uh, I said F. Yeah. Why did you say fuck? Uh,
1: it's a power move. I was told that the person interviewing you wants to see that you have confidence. And, uh, I'm trying to project that
0: for you, you know? You know what, Mr. Quimby? You're right. Thank you. You're absolutely fucking right. Exactly. So So, let me ask you this. Let's cut. Let me ask you this. Sidebar,
1: always use the F word. Always say fuck in an interview. It shows or damn or hell. You could, if you're worried about fuck, you can use
0: shit, damn or hell. Like they're a lot
1: less. Yep. You can
0: pack them into any interaction you have at work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It just makes everything feel more badass while we're here, you know? Yeah, that's what we want.
1: I'm hiring a fucking communications director, I am. No, I'm
0: hiring you. Yeah, you are. I'll (laughs) be hiring
1: you in a minute.
0: I I mean, I don't know about that. Don't get ahead of yourself. All right, I'm ready. What do you enjoy from a work perspective? Go ahead. No, are you – did you – do you have a cheat sheet? Did you read my – are you doing a cheat sheet over there or something? I wanted to know, uh, Brian, and this is – I came up with this myself – what do you enjoy doing from a work perspective?
1: Well, when it comes to a work
0: perspective,
1: I really like to do nothing. I say maybe we'll sleep in the bathroom a little bit. Okay. But we don't- in the end, I will get the work that you want done done. And that is the kind of thing that you can expect from me. You will hand me work. I will do the work. And that's kind of what I'm like. That's my work ethic. That's what I enjoy doing is just just give me the work. Getting it done. And I'll do the work. And then, you know, that satisfaction of getting it done and, and being able to hide under my desk or something for the rest of the day.
0: Well, I, I don't know how you do it, Mr. Quinby, but we're here to get the work done. I mean, it's astonishing that... You know, you, you don't know anything about our company. You don't know about the how things go around here, but we are just here to get the work done. So, I'm quite impressed. Um, let, let me ask you my another question here. What do you think you would be like in this position as the uh, director of joy and uh, pod, HR podcast
1: host? One thing that I can tell you mm-hmm. is that your worst employees will love me oh. a lot. We will get along. And, you know, if you want to toss in maybe a little extra 10% onto what you're already planning to offer me, which I don't know yet. I don't Uh know what you're offering. I fully realize that. But if you're able to toss me an extra 10% on that, I will try to get your worst employees
0: to work 10% harder. All right. Well, try it's all we can ask for. Yes.
1: Yes. So that that's my attempt at the tell me about yourself situation. Are you Are you ready to tell me about yourself, Brett? I think so. I hope I can do it. All right. So the director of joy position is an important position in large insurance company, Inc. Okay. It's, it's too important for you. And I see you're wearing a suit, which I like. I do like that. Okay. Uh, uh, but here we go. Uh, what do you like as a person and in- including your most appealing qualities and traits? Uh,
0: well, uh, I'm able to force people to get things done for me. Uh, and that is has helped a lot with what I can accomplish. Um, my best qualities and traits are, you know, uh, sometimes when Uh, everything feels like it's going wrong i'm able to make everybody feel worse and that makes everybody laugh (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know what (laughs) that's
1: something we need around the office
0: to tell you the truth i you know uh it's just that like people think they have it bad but i can show them worse and we can have a laugh about it yeah and that's what's Bound me to every single uh co-worker I've ever had. And
1: that's perfect for the position of director of joy,
0: really. It's yeah. Profound sadness. Some joy sometimes people are trying to force people up. You can go low. Yeah. You can dig a hole. You can dig a hole. So what you're saying
1: to me is like if you make people extra miserable, then the smallest thing will provide joy to them. That's how you get it done. All right. Well, what do you enjoy doing from a work perspective?
0: oh geez um i like i usually like to watch a tv show while i'm working uh that just helps me stay focused if i can have two monitors one with a series going and one with my work on the other side um i really enjoy uh from a work perspective I can make a lot of spreadsheets that will seem very complicated to you. <laughs> like you will just be impressed and you're going to think that I spent an entire month on it and I didn't. So that's nice. That's but you'll be, nice. you will think that you'll pay for it too. You will. <laughs> yeah. You're going to pay for a month's work on it.
1: <laughs> you will love it. <laughs> and you know, we wanna hire multitaskers. Now, generally we would like you to multitask on several different work projects, but watching TV while you do one project is also multitasking. So I can't really
0: ding it for that. Yeah. And uh, you know, if we're if we're gonna have a stranger things themed kickball team, then I wanna be up on it, you know. <laughs> I wanna do off I wanna get office morale up, you know? <laughs> that, we're that all gonna dress know. up as the strangers thing gang for Halloween. <laughs> okay so if I, I don't want to be presumptuous i know i haven't been hired yet but i plan on having group halloween costumes with all of my coworkers. well
1: see now i feel like i i have to hire you and then i didn't but i, I didn't have,
0: mean to do that to you
1: i have several other candidates sure. for this i have a young man named brian Quinby. sure that is a candidate for this who said that if you tossed him an extra few bucks he would extra things
0: for oh, the, me the 10% so, on 10% that's what it's called 10% on 10% yeah
1: it's not a guarantee but it's something I'm very interested in yeah and finally uh what would you be what will you be like in this position Mr. Um, Payne
0: I mean I'll be out of your hair you won't see me <laughs> you won't know what I'm doing um everybody will respect me in a way where they won't be able to uh confront me about what I'm actually getting accomplished Um, But I think you'll be happy with the type of stuff I write in the emails to you. I think you'll be really impressed uh, with the things I, you know, with the things I say that I'm doing and what I'm accomplishing. I think you'll be very impressed by that. (laughs) I like the things you, I I like somebody who's willing to tell you what
1: they're doing. Yeah, just do impressive stuff.
0: Yeah, Yeah, just point out all the impressive things that I'm doing to you um whenever is necessary once a day twice a day w- whenever you need you know no i'm right, flexible
1: we, we got to see what this guy answered so uh let's go right in so here is my suggested answer to the first
2: common entry job level interview question what do we got here what do we got yourself. I am a very positive person. What? Who has ambitious plans for Fake. The
1: I enjoy being around people. I mean, this really comes off like he wrote a list of
0: stuff down.
1: It's not like me and you are way more com- conversational.
0: Let's do the whole thing before we jump his ass. Okay. Just get the whole thing. <laughs> it's it all a lot. Out. It's so fucking bad. It is a lot. People. And I have found over the years
2: that I'm most comfortable and happy when I'm helping and supporting others and when I feel I am continually growing and developing. Although Uh, I have little work experience, I am
0: enthusiastic. That is somebody trying to convince you that they're not a serial killer. (laughs) I'm a very positive person who has ambitious plans for the future. That's Who true, says though. that? I mean, rise and grind people on Instagram, maybe. Um, I enjoy being around people, and I'm comfortable and happy helping and supporting others. Nobody is like that.
1: No. That Nobody doesn't even sound is like that. That doesn't even sound like something. You're lying. Yeah. You know what people think when you ask them to support them, which is ask for help at work? They try to go to another area and stand by the coffee maker for a few minutes, so that you go and find somebody else. Like nobody like la- I hated helping people at work. You know, I helped people at the cable company just so I could hang out with them. But if 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 the manager told me I needed to go help
0: somebody, I was like, ah, fuck, man, fuck this guy. You know, I. I don't have an issue with it, but it's not the first – like, I don't – nobody lives in service of other people. No. Basically, you know, a lot of people are looking for an hourly wage. Suckers! They don't know how to live life. They don't know what the exuberance of existence is like. (laughs) When you're supporting your fellow coworkers and making them feel comfortable so that they can continually grow and develop, that's when you're really living, my friend. It's ridiculous. It's such a bad answer. It sounds so fake. It's like get the fuck out, dog. Get out of here. Fuck you, you lying ass piece of shit. what are you jesus i just had two fucking you guys fucking come jesus? in here
1: cursing and fucking yeah. telling me what they were really gonna do and then you come walking in here and fucking this
0: is what you have for so me you know what you know what, so, you know what somebody told me they told me they would tell me what i want to hear why aren't you doing that <laughs> yeah. i don't want to hear this <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: true that's true all right here's here's the next part you know this and when I feel I am
2: continually ah, growing Well, the end of the first part. Although I have little work experience, I am enthusiastic. Others have said I'm good to be around, and I'm somebody who can be left alone to do a job properly and to a high standard.
1: So, uh, uh that's... Although I have little work experience, I am enthusiastic. Others have said I am good to be around. That's an odd one. That is... The others have said I am good to be around as an odd one, because nobody feels that way about themselves. I'm serious when I say nobody in this world feels that others like to be around them.
0: (laughs) I do. Okay, okay. Well, I feel like the king, Yeah. yeah. I, I um I just would never say it. No, it's an odd it's thing to say. Like I'm the only I, I I would never say that like I'm the life of the party. But I do believe I'm the life of the party. I think that <laughs> if you say it out loud, you're an asshole. So do like, you think can't, that, you can't like, actually buy into it that you are like a good, agreeable, likable person because you're not? People complain about you. Everybody you know fucking complains about you.
1: And what is the people like? I I if I'm the interviewer, here's what I say. To that i say like this when did people say that about yeah you? like we, in
0: what context so, did people say that okay who did that <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's an um, odd thing to say my friend jake he, he said uh he said he really likes me <laughs> yeah. uh, all right here's the I, last can i use the restroom i'm sorry yeah i want to too really we gotta take turns on this it's so fine
1: you go and then i'll go and then okay i mean we could both go at the same time really i'll sit and you go through my legs no, we could go and then just come back. I I don't think people are going to leave the chat if we're gone for <laughs> two minutes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's do that. All right. We'll be back. I'm back, baby. We're going to, we're going to get question number three in here now. Brett's here. He's got to get his headphones in and then, uh, old answer. Here's another answer from our guy and, and what's it, his name? Shuni? Yeah, Cherry Smingfa. Shuny Merkin. Yeah, yeah. And uh, this is uh, what I will be like in the position. Now, if
2: you choose to hire me, one thing I can promise you is I will act as a positive role model for the company. I will treat your customers well. (laughs) And I will make sure I contribute to the team in a positive way so that your business continues to be successful.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, like... It's like that makes sense, but like if you were hiring, like no, nobody could could possibly believe or say that it would be so suspect.
1: It's not how humans talk. No, and that's it's not. But, but that is what interviewers is a,
0: are looking for. I mean, yeah, I think that it would impress somebody. Yeah, in the moment, I guess when you got the fancy clothes on. Well, for you, the the patio <laughs> clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> but that is for the that, rest of us that we have button Oxford shirts on and everything, you just say, you know what? I, I, I don't know who you're going to decide in this crazy mixed up world. You know, <laughs> you got s- so many people trying to get jobs. But the one thing I can promise you is I will be a positive. <laughs> that's a a, that is like that's an odd thing to say already full bore like into it like i love this place i'm here because i'm just a fan (laughs) i'm just fanatic i gotta be a part of this i gotta be in there please let me in the org i'm
1: a fanatic
0: for this place That is a
1: brilliant answer. <sighs> Whoa! And it sets you up with confidence brilliant. for the remainder Not brilliant. of
0: your interview. Uh, scale of one so, to ten in brilliance, I'm going to give that a four. Yeah, let me, here's the, you got to dumb it down. You got to dumb it down. You got to, you can't do brilliance. No, you have to do what me and you did. You have to have a
1: conversation. Yeah. You know, a real, you got to be real with these fucking people. That's what they want. If I was hiring somebody, I would hire Brett. Yeah, I'd hire you. Yeah.
2: See? The next question I want you to prepare for is, why are you interested in this position? Okay. Now, most people will apply for literally scores of different jobs in the hope they will eventually get offered one. Now, whilst there's nothing wrong with that, the hiring manager wants to hear you have researched the role carefully and that you have the skills and qualities to carry out your duties to a high standard.
1: All right. Uh, why are you interested in this position? Now I can answer this very fast, and this is this is something interviewers love him me because watch this, Brett. You asked me this question.
0: You ready? Yeah, run for run with it. Go for it. Uh, oh, so uh Mr. Quimby, uh, why exactly are you interested in this position?
1: Because I need money, and I hear that you will give me money if I. Have this job. I don't know. Kind of eh. They love it. They and don't I'll tell, tell you that. why. Quick interview. They're trying to get through these fucking things. You know, they might have 40 interviews to do that day. I come in there, boom, one sentence answer. That's a question we've moved past, not long winded, and exactly tells you the truth about why I want that position. Yeah. Very smart. This is, this is fucking 12th dimensional chess thinking. We all want to get out of work early. We all want to go home. Some guy comes into my job interview and he fucking just fires through it. You know, he just fucking tears through it. You know, you got usually it's a 40 minute job interview. I did this guys in 15 fucking minutes. He's hired. He saved me plenty of man minutes. Right. You know? Uh so that's my answer. And uh uh smart, dude. You know? That's strategy. That's that's I fucking don't know seeing that. that's fucking like a quarterback who can just like see the whole field. This know? is the
0: one you really gotta like you gotta fluff them on this. Okay, I gotta hear this. I gotta hear this. I think I mean you just gotta go with like, um, you know, uh well, I mean this place has a great reputation. I mean I've heard about it, oh. you know, before <laughs> I ever applied, I, I've known that this is, you know, a great place to work. It's a but great environment, something I want to be a part of. <laughs>
1: why would you how could you possibly say that at a company like the cable company? Why oh you're lying. No, period. at the cable company Because they have a terrible reputation.
0: Well, at the cable company you just want to say the cable company I would go with something like um uh i'm looking for stability i i really just want to have a job for the rest of my life like you want to pledge fealty like you want to say that like i'm going to be here forever if you're doing it if you're doing a utilities it's just like i plan on doing i i don't plan on like this being a fad or like a phase in my life i'm going to do this for a long time true true a lot of places want that
1: yeah let me ask you uh, you want me to ask you the question or you already gave your answer right yeah, You're not, okay, let's see what Jerry's answer is. It's more normal. Here's my example answer to help you. Thank you.
2: Why are you interested in this position? All right. My career is important oh, to me. Jesus I want to Christ. start off in a job yep. where there is lots to yep. learn, where I will have the opportunity to take on lots of challenging tasks, and where I will have to perform to a consistently high standard
1: to help my team. I just want to be challenged. You're asking for a consistently high standard? I want to be challenged. I don't want that. That is
0: a good answer. Uh, It's not a good answer because, once no. again, the way they write it is horrible. But uh, wh- if you can say this in your own way, um, I think y- you got something, which is just to say, you know, I-, I really just can't wait. Like, I'm so excited. Just I can't think about getting in there nine to five, man. I'm just want to be a part of it you know i want to i want to get at the water cooler and do a little bit of gossip or something let me
1: tell you what the first part of this says to me okay hey man you know i'll say it in my language this first part i'm gonna say it in brian quinby language hey man, just put all the roadblocks you want in front of me and I'll fucking just keep jumping through them. You know, whatever hoops, I'll jump through them. Whatever roadblocks, I'll barrel right fucking through. You know, that's what what I want from you. I want you to make this job harder and harder and harder all the time. And you know what? The reason I want that is because that's just what you people are going to do anyway and there's nothing I can do about it. Okay. (laughs) They probably don't want to hear that.
2: That's true, but... I researched your company quite a bit before the interview. (laughs) Don't say that. Not only do your customers love your products and services, but people I have spoken to about your business
0: have nothing but positive things to say. You (laughs) do have to look them up. You do have to look them up. Just to like pause the timeout, let's do a timeout on the jokes and stuff. You have to look them up before you do an interview. Yeah, I never did that either. That might be why I only got a few jobs. Somebody wrote in and said they got caught not knowing what the company fucking did Ooh. and when they were like they they didn't bother to google them or something is that and
1: embarrassed it, that's gotta feel i mean i guess like if you're not getting the job they're not gonna be fucking uncomfortable about sure it in the no, interview. It was, no no but you're gonna be uncomfortable around it for the re- just basically for the rest of your until you get a job sure like because that's the thing when you do multiple interviews for jobs is when you don't get that job you start thinking
0: back to like what question did i biff yeah what i fucking why didn't they like me should i have worn pants to this yeah i have worn long pants do i need to invest in a collared shirt (laughs) i was wearing a collared shirt oh you were you were It fucking grinding tennis shoes yeah passionate
2: about working in this industry. Okay. See. And although this is going to be my first job, I see this as a place I can stay working at for a long period of time whilst continually developing professionally
0: in the so position. You, you, That's a that was right. You you have to I mean, there's a weird, I think that it's odd the way that the career landscape has changed because I've witnessed the way my wife has handled it, which is changing jobs every three to five years. Because when you do that, you get a 10% increase in your pay, <laughs> which is much higher than staying with your company that, that's going to pay you inflation wages. Um, So like the... It, like the recruiter should be looking for someone that is sa- someone that's coming in to say I'm coming here to learn all the skills I can for a couple of years and then I'm going to take my my shit elsewhere but we are still bogged down with this old school style of doing things so that you have to say like I said with my answer you just tell them every single time uh, this is the last job I'm gonna ever have. Yeah. Like if you ever do an interview, you need to talk about this being like the job you retire from because they will not accept anything less. They think you're a liability. We've had how many people call in to the show that say uh, they talk to their boss about rethinking their relationship with their forty-hour work week, and they just get fucking fired over it. Yeah. Like if you're not just willing to be there for forty hours a week for fifty-two weeks a year, they don't want you, and they don't exactly. You're not gonna be a part of the organization.
1: I mean, it really is about proving you're a good cog. I mean, it, right. as much as that a reliable, like cheapo
0: type stuff. Yes, they
1: want a reliable cog. They don't want something that's gonna break all the time and cause. Different problems within the machine, I guess. Yeah.
2: Another really great answer to help you. Dude. The next question. What are your strengths? Yeah, your this weaknesses? is the best. Now, it's very important you are honest in your response to the weaknesses element of the question. But be careful not to give a weakness that is a requirement of the job that you makes are sense. applying for. In your answer, give four or five strengths and just one weakness.
0: <laughs> um that's an did he didn't he, did, he didn't also like weigh in on the my biggest weaknesses i care about my job too much he didn't save that well was i like think
1: actually hold on no
0: don't play it Here's i don't, don't want to know
1: response to oh no he
0: didn't hit on okay that. he yeah. didn't actually i watched a few of these okay
1: and one of the guys did hit on be like can't go with that yeah he, he can't that's outdated. one of my weaknesses is how great how much dedication i give to my job <laughs>
0: Yeah, I um, I think I figured that one out early. I always just because I'm so fucking critical on myself about 99% of the day. I really do know a lot of my weaknesses, and uh, it is easy to just say something like, you know, I uh, I try to do too much at once and yeah. get nothing done. You know, that is
1: a weakness.
0: That's a good weakness, though. Yeah, you know. So uh, you want you want let's ask me what Mike. do you. So, Mr. Quimby, uh, you know, we've talked about why you want to be here in the company and, you know, your motivations and all of that. But, uh, you know, as we consider you for the position, I just want to know, what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses?
1: Oh, you know, that's a good question. That's the, the kind of question I would have asked myself if I was hiring somebody, because you do want to know their attributes in that.
0: Department. Yeah, we can't get baseball cards of everybody, unfortunately.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the problem, you know. And uh, I'll just tell you this right now: my strengths are, hand me the work, I get it done. Okay. I don't know what that word. I don't know what the word is for that. uh I'll say accomplished, reliable, reliable. Another one of my strengths is that I'm handsome. And okay. then uh, uh the next strength that I would say that I have is that I'm reliable basically okay
0: like Think, i wouldn't use reliable
1: one? at the beginning though i wouldn't use i probably would have said like i accomplish i'm a goal-oriented accomplished uh-huh. you know, minded individual and then now i'll say reliable so that i don't have to come up with another strength okay you know because let's be honest here don't brag Uh, Yeah, I hate bragging, and I don't have a lot of strengths. But my weakness is, I would say, my one weakness is that uh, I want to go home early every day. (laughs) (laughs) That is my one weakness when it comes to employment.
0: (laughs) Well, I appreciate your honesty. That is, you know, uh we I don't think we're gonna be able to
1: do that. But You don't know. Um, you don't know yet. Wait till you see how I work. Okay? Sure. You'll want me well, out of here fucking noon.
0: Yeah, I mean, if if, you know, if we have someone handsome around and they (laughs) want to leave early, it's going to be hard to say no. I have to say, true,
1: true. Yeah, just I'll be such a drag on the office. You know, yeah, that you'll want me to be gone. It's Ah, great. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, So, Brett, what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses, sir?
0: Um, I would say that my strengths are uh, I'm able to, uh. I'm able to make you feel comfortable that I'm doing things. <laughs> I'm I, I think that one. you will think that I'm working all the time. You will never think that I'm not. Uh, I'll make sure that you don't catch me not working. Um, uh, That's really all we're going to ask about the. <laughs> I just don't want to catch you. Yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly. You're now, nev- <laughs> yeah, you won't catch me. You won't catch me. I'll, I will be a gentleman about it. Um, One of my other strengths at work, uh, I am able to meet the quota, any job quota that you want, um, I can meet it exactly. I'm not, I've never been capable of doing anything more than the, the quota of what's required of me, but as long as you tell me what's required of me, I can do that exactly. Um, you know, I
1: like to say, I I like the idea of saying like, uh, uh, I am able to meet the quota. Now, Mm -hmm. one of my weaknesses is that I do shoddy work.
0: (laughs) Yeah. When I'm rushed. (laughs) (laughs) But I can't meet the quota. Right. I can get the quota done. Some of them are going to get sent back. Uh, What are my weaknesses? I would say my biggest weakness um, is that uh, sometimes... You know, if I have a disagreement with someone at work, I will just scream in their face that they're a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I su- I've done that uh, a couple times, and uh, it, it like, you know, it kind of brought the mood down. But uh, we got past it. Everybody gets past it eventually. Yeah.
1: Well, they don't really get past it. They more just <laughs> swallow it for the rest of their
0: lives. <laughs> but yeah. We all say we get past it. So that's really a good thing. See, when I, what do you think about it and I, you understand what I'm talking about, this sounds like a, a perfect work environment. It, you know, you know what I mean?
1: Perfection. Let's hear how we're supposed to answer this. Oh, I'm sure this is terrible. What are your strengths
2: and what are your weaknesses? My strengths include my enthusiasm, my positivity uh-huh. and my uh-huh. determination. I believe you get out of life what you are prepared to put in. So I will be a hard worker and you will never hear me complain. I just,
0: something, I I just want to choke that person. I do too. All I think about is just wrapping my fucking arms around their neck.
1: You have to think about the guy that's hiring you also a good, I don't know, uh, 40 maybe
0: percent of the time also hates his job. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I mean, mean, they don't, I mean, most likely they don't believe in what they're in, in like the company. No, they don't think that you're good. You're good enough to do the job, but there's pressure on them to fill the position.
1: I could not stand to be around a person who one of their strengths is their enthusiasm. Like that sounds like a person that would make you nuts, you know? I too many uh, questions sort of guy, you know? That's what it sounds like to me. If I'm
0: doing an interview and I'm saying this sounds like a too many questions guy. Somebody when you go to work and they just like clap their hands and they're like, all right, let's get it done, gang. Let's do this today. It's another day, another dollar, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't like that.
1: I don't I do not either. I don't trust this person. I no, you're you're hiring a good total not
0: trustworthy person. I'm and not just saying being bred better. Yeah, I'm so out of the game. I, I mean, I could lie, and I probably would say something, but this just sounds fucking pathetic to me It does Like I will be a hard worker and you will never hear me complain it's That's like, Why not? Like you have a right to fucking complain You should have a right to complain about your fucking working conditions
1: Yeah, that is wild the, the, the I will never. You will never hear me complain It's because really I'll be uh, Quietly building resentment against you In my <laughs> yeah. office
0: Because everything runs like shit At this place You won't hear me complain because I'm going to be stealing files And selling them on LinkedIn (laughs) (laughs) other strengths include good team working more strength i understand that for a
2: business to be successful everyone in the team must act unselfishly and put the needs of the team first Mm. i am a good communicator i believe i will be good with customers and i am a fast learner what now my weakness fuck? is the fact I'm quite hard on myself Ow, and I sometimes yeah, worry unnecessarily. You. Having said that, I am always open to learning. So if you see anything about me you feel I need to change,
0: I will work hard to do so. Oh, you piece of shit. <laughs> this sniveling coward. You should have said something bad about yourself. <laughs> like I respect, you know, I knew I knew the game of the saying my weakness is bad, my weakness is that I'm too good. And, like, I can't believe he just recommended that shit.
1: To people who are looking for a job. To people
0: that are working for a job. Looking for a job.
1: Alright, here's our next one. I think there's two more. So, let's get... No, we got two more. Example of a time when you
2: worked in a team. What was your role? Now, think of a situation when you worked with other people to achieve a common goal. No shit, that's what a team is, dude. Oh. It is important you work together in a team. you support your teammates and you successfully achieve your goal. Here's an example answer to all
1: right, all right, Give me an example of a time when you worked in a team. What was your role you, here, I got it. I got it. Just ask me,
0: Mr. Quinby uh you know we do a lot of cooperation here at the company, and uh, I'm curious of. Uh, uh, an example of a time when you worked in a team and what exactly your role was
1: uh back in you know i do want to say this this is the last time i worked on a team and and this is back it was a while ago when i was in minor league baseball when i was wow. nine years old wow and the position that i played Well, I was in. It was T ball, really, to tell you the truth. At nine, still T ball, or whatever age I was. Coach pitch. It's whatever age I was when I was playing T ball, right? I was on the T ball team, and my position, and this says a lot about my willingness to work and and really dig in there, is uh was catcher, huh? On a T ball team. (laughs) Okay, that really actually was my position. I was the catcher on the T ball team, which is. unnecessary position yeah there's no pitching so that's the last time i was a team i don't i don't know what you want me to say you're
0: a place filler if there's (laughs) if there's a team and there's a spot and somebody has to do it we can put you down to do it i you know what though for real this catcher at t-ball is like bad
1: it's yeah it's the most pathetic thing about me i think just in like, I think that's why I so overcompensate with like saying I'm strong and good at stuff. Cause <laughs> you, you know, T ball catcher. Cause I, it's gotta be a reason, dude. The only time I wasn't the catcher, I was the pitcher, which is also totally pointless position to have on the field. T-ball.
0: T- I mean, you're basically most likely to get hit by some, by the ball. <laughs> and I did. So
1: yeah yeah i i was just really bad at the whole thing t-ball pitcher t-ball catcher and t-ball pitcher only once pitcher though oh they didn't want
0: me out on the field fielding yeah they couldn't rely on you for that
1: yeah they 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 were like we gotta put him in a petition position because he's a kid and he knows that catcher is a loser position <laughs> So they put me out there, but I don't think I ever, until me and you started working together, felt like I worked in a team. All right. For real. I just never was an active teammate, I guess, is, is the way that I'm, is, is what I would say about working with the team is like, I was never an active teammate. I didn't want to fucking do it. I didn't want to be at those places. I didn't want to do anything. And a lot of times people were doing work that they shouldn't have had to do because they had to pick up my slack because I wasn't acting like a team player. All right.
0: <laughs> this doesn't sound good for your job interview. I just
1: no, so that's you know. bad for the job interview. But when I said T-ball though, they know I was an athlete. Okay. played sports and, uh, you know, Team player. I was a catcher. There, That great. is a member that is technically a member of a team. Yeah. You know? So, Brett, why don't you give me an example of a time when you worked in a team? What was your role?
0: Well, uh, well, I, I worked at this call center uh, for insurance leads. And uh, there was a, a, you know, they had a, a great company culture. And they had a kickball team. And I decided to join the kickball team. Mm-hmm. Um, but what happened is I showed up to a game and I I actually, I caught this amazing fucking kick. Someone launched it. They put me in the outfield. Someone launched
1: position. Kickball is that's like actually the best position. Somebody's going to feel most of the stuff,
0: right? Somebody launched it and I ran and I caught it like over my shoulder, caught it. Like it was amazing. But then later in the game, I was running the bases, and I slipped and fell on my ass and got tagged out. Um But then what happened was the rest of the team invited two of their friends they wanted to have two of their friends come hang out with them for the rest of the games and decided that I wasn't going to be on the team anymore hey
1: you know <laughs> you got an out dude and that's I mean listen not
0: all that's, this is a good way to talk place about the fillers. interview too I mean at a job inter- I mean honestly I at a job environment I am just a place filler I will stand there and do the stuff but I do not want to know or or interact with anybody I'm there with. Like, I don't like any of the people there. I, I go in there, I go to my job with gritted teeth. Like, I go in there I'm mad that I have to do it. So, like as a team uh, player, I'm just going to do whatever the fuck you want me to do to get you off my back.
1: I'll even say it as in, like, like, uh, uh, it's not that I don't like the people I work with automatically. It is that if I'm going to make friends, I'm just going to make friends. It, it's not going to be people that I'm fucking. It's not going to be people that I'm just thrown together. It's not going to be friends out of proximity. No, it's not gonna, I'm not
0: going to go. <laughs> I'm not going to work with like a dozen people in the office and then go drink with a dozen the same dozen people. I'm going to hang out with one or two of those people and talk about the rest. Yes.
1: Perfect. That's a, that's a good answer. Let's hear what our bullshit artist. Yeah, as say. a member
0: of a team, I isolate one or two cool people, and then we <laughs> overtake everybody else and set up our reign as the coolest people at this job.
1: <laughs> we just goof on everybody else, and really, we're the best. People make to them look be around. bad. Make
0: them do our work.
1: We make all the new hires want to hang out with us. You we're know. the guys. You know, that's just the way it is. All right, guy. To help you, give me an example of a time when you worked in a team.
2: What was your role during my academic studies? Uh, a small group of us uh, decided to arrange a charity 5k fun run to raise money is for local bad. good cause.
0: Like the that. local
2: newspaper ran a story stating that many local charities were underfunded and they needed help, so we decided to set This is in. a
0: good answer. We That's a good answer because you can do that for anything. That's a lie that you could tell. That's true. There's it's so many lie. 5ks I'm honestly, I'm adding that. I'm, I'm going to use that live. You're going to add ne- the 5K now. in the next 25 years. If I have to get myself out of a situation or if I have to impress someone, I'm going to say, yeah, we did a pickle run 5K for a buddy of mine that had MS that, uh, you know, his favorite food was pickles. So we all had pickle jerseys. I'll try tell him the whole story about the whole day and everything, the carnival we put together, all of it. God.
1: That is smooth. It's a great dude. lie. That is a good lie. That line. is a good lie. <laughs> That's a perfect lie. Here, here he goes into a lot of detail, though. Discussed our goals
2: how much we wanted to raise, who would do what in the team, and what date would be best for the fun run to take place. Ooh. My task within the team was to liaise with the local newspapers to arrange some free publicity. Liaise. And I was also responsible for gaining sponsorship on the day from local businesses. Okay. Cool. We worked together as a team for four weeks solid, organizing the event and supporting each other during each task. Oh. The fun run went ahead as planned, and with more than 30 people taking part, we managed to raise over $500 for local charity. 30 is not impressive. That's a great answer that shows you are that's organized actually, I'll and say you can work too. effectively
1: as a team, and that's really important. The, the $500 number is key to this. And that like, we raised $500 right. for local charities. Never going to find that in a newspaper. Yes. Never, there's nowhere to find $500 profit made from a 5K. God, this guy, he might be a little sneaky. Maybe he's the Joker. Maybe he's sneaking little bits into Truth. this video to, uh, uh, because the rest of these have been so bad. So, uh, here's our final question. And then, uh, I'm going to go home and. Sleep? Ah, uh, Here we go. Next question. Describe
2: a situation when you had a disagreement with someone. Now most people think this common entry-level job interview question is assessing your ability to debate and win the argument. It is not. Oh. The question Who is assessing that? whether you can reach a compromise and put aside any differences of opinion for the good of the team. So here's my example answer. to. So,
1: here's the thing about that. Uh, uh I did, I would have maybe fucked this up royally bad. Really? Back in the day. Fucking yes. I, I don't remember a specific time that I fucked this up. But I would probably have gone into this about winning an argument. Just like I, I, I and you know, I can do the joke answer now. It's like uh, I was arguing with my father-in-law and I got him to believe in universal health care by asking him a series of questions. Even though he disagrees, he says he disagrees with it. Yeah, it's very like I won the argument or whatever, but it's like I would massage that. And, like, make it sound like I did it in a very nice way and got somebody. It would basically be me explaining a time where I got somebody over to my
0: way of thinking. Not the compromise thing. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know how I knew. I don't know how I knew to answer that way. But I always knew the answer was storybook. Like, that's what people want. Like, there was a happy ending at the end. Like, I always knew that. What this person wants to hear is that I put a bow on everything. There's a fucking happy ending. You know, me We did a little bit of their- solution and a little bit of my solution and and then it ended up
1: coming out better than i I could have ever imagined
0: i realized that you know he was looking at a different spreadsheet than me and it was like wow why was all that vitriol there you know we didn't have to email that aggressively don't
1: mention that you had vitriol though (laughs) i think i i've watched so many of these videos now where they like tell you like never say anything bad about your old job and when i say never say anything
0: bad, classic
1: nothing yeah you never say like i just didn't see that there was a potential for advancement there because they'll say like well because the job interview guy will be like no you gotta make your own position you know if you're a real entrepreneur go for it uh uh yeah i think that's how i would answer this truly is to
0: say a time i won an argument (laughs) oh man you know what Somebody in the chat really did a 3D chess on this thing. What? Dr. Benway said, oh, I'm sorry. I always answer this one by answering it before they ask it as part of another question. damn. Just bring up that, like, I've had some conflicts in my career, but I smoothed them all over. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that is really good. That, that is, is what so you good. should. Now, yeah, that that's really, impressive. That that's is 12 fucking, dimensional chest. That's there. a dismount. That's a perfect dismount.
1: Yeah, that is a smart one because I really this would this would be the exact kind of thing that in for real life would slip me up like without the joke answers and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. I would get this very wrong because I'm competitive. I'm a little bit competitive and like also uh uh I have this fucking thing in my mind where like when people meet me in person, I have to convince
0: them that I'm smart. Sure. <laughs> and like that's that's oh, what, no, don't worry. what I, I would do. If there's disagreements, I will shut that person down. <laughs> yeah. but you know, you're hiring an expert.
2: Yeah. It's shutting down disagreements. Here we go. Common entry level job interview question. Describe a situation when you had a disagreement with someone, I was part of a team during a work experience placement, discussing the launch of a work. new
1: company product. One of the a work experience placement. <laughs> and that's gotta be a British thing. Cause that just sounds like a lot of words. Yeah. Is that just, Oh, it probably is. They, they probably helped them get trade careers. schools or something. Yeah.
2: They probably helped them get shit. The team members was adamant. The best way to promote the new product was by way of, handing out flyers and leaflets in the local community. What a
1: dummy. I firmly do not believe in flyers. Yeah, that was
0: definitely a bad move.
1: <laughs> I've told well, Brett in the past, like, I don't
0: think a single person goes to an event because of a flyer. Who, is, who would do that in, like, 20 fucking 20? Yeah. yeah. Hey, mates, let's uh, print us up a bunch of flyers and put them <laughs> underneath the, on their windscreens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that
2: is
1: ridiculous.
2: However, I disagreed and I suggested we should try online advertisement via what? Facebook as what? this would enable us to target people in the local so area cutting by age and by interest, allowing us to reach
0: our preferred target audience. Tight. Okay. Okay. Uh, now he's going to do- – oh, shit. Just I can't like, wait for
1: this next part.
0: Sometimes you're like right in the middle of your work experience placement and you're discussing the launch of a new company product. And everybody's talking about flyers and you're just like, why not Facebook? Yeah. <laughs> nobody th- nobody thought to inform Facebook that you have shit to sell. <laughs> yeah. Flyers. It was it was it, it it's also funny to
1: think of anybody actually not think cuz people now think like the internet's the solution to everything. Right. They would never bring up flyers ever. Because they would just be like, fucking, well, I don't know, can't you like tell people about it on Facebook? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now a bit
2: of a disagreement started between us. Ooh. And after going backwards and forwards a few times,
1: I decided... I like backwards and forwards. I want to start saying, instead of back and forth, saying backwards and forwards. They're going backwards and forwards. I need to agree the with his buttocks.
0: advertising suggestion oh, shit.
2: for the sake of the business as there was the potential we'd end up doing nothing if the disagreement continued. As it transpired, the flyer and leaflet suggestion did not yield positive results, so we all decided to switch over to online advertising, which actually ended up giving us a better return from our investment.
0: this. I want to say a word. I want to say he's something that they say over there that we can't say over here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because he just did exactly what they said not to do. Yeah, which he just laid out a basically a system where I was the smartest guy in the room, and they we went. I decided to let this dumb dumb go ahead and waste money, and then we got to get around <laughs> my good idea.
1: I didn't even think about, he was like, yeah, I mean, we got a good ROI on this thing, but uh, you know, you know this we had other to... guy I work with, he wasted money, and you know, <laughs> the truth is, about six months after that whole thing, he got fired, because he was always wasting money and coming up with shit ideas, you know, for, quite frankly, his ideas were shit,
0: yeah, okay? that he didn't follow, he couldn't even, he was so egotistical, cool, he couldn't follow his own advice in uh example question there
1: no, he really was well that was uh a good time
0: yeah I, I like to learn about jobs, yeah,
1: we'll do more interview stuff i've I've watched a lot of videos and i really like i really enjoy, it's almost like a perverse joy I get in watching the job interview do's and don'ts and there's a lot from different uh um there's a lot from different um fields of work and there's a lot of good fast food ones we'll have to do sometime
0: yeah it's also such a i mean they're just most people know that you have to just know someone at the job to get it i mean the, the way to get a job for the most part is know somebody be connected be beautiful right like mean, that's why the,
1: people don't make it through that's why people don't like sort of make it out of like poverty sorts of things because basically all you're set up to do is a job that you know somebody does and if if everybody knows service work then you're gonna do service work
0: well and also i mean when i worked at the company that i was close enough to the hiring practice it just breaks my heart i I mean to think about it was like, people from the west side or people from certain parts of town, like, they would check addresses on people to see where they were from, and uh, they weren't just, they weren't going to work there. It's they,
1: 100% true. They and didn't want
0: to have it, they didn't want to have their kind in there, you know?
1: Yeah, and there are a lot of uh, research study because I was a sociology major, I took a work uh, uh, labor and something course, and there are a lot of studies Done about like people from certain neighborhoods don't. I mean, people from black neighborhoods don't get hired. Right. That is, or I mean, poor because the way, there are parts of of Columbus that's like it's 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 very poor white people and they also they have you know it, it's just poor people. Poor people in neighborhoods just get a reputation. Well, and black then,
0: names on inter, black names on uh resumes also. Uh, get yeah, much that's less too. responses.
1: That's true too. It's just, and
0: it's the system is set up and it is, um, you know, it, it's, it's like this thing that there's no way to know who is like whether or not it's even helpful to find the employee. It's just become this specific type of performance that we're supposed to do. And as what, like what was revealed in that thing was just completely. You know, we said it in a funny, like, more honest way, but just debase yourself. Just just to say pretty much, like, I plan to be here and never be a problem for you, and I'll take the minimum <laughs> amount and do the most amount of work.
1: The never be a problem for you part is really disturbing. I, I really hate that. You yeah. know? I hate that that is, like, something that you have to... You immediately... That has to be part of those spoken agreement in order to get employment.
0: What about... I mean... Uh, employees are a drain on the money in the account. Like, and and it's that entire mindset has been uh handed over to us where we feel like we're a burden on the company. Like if we're not making enough money to justify our wage, you know, we're a drain. Yeah. Like, we're a rotter. We're a fucking chiseler.
1: Yeah. That does. Uh, it is. That is the way it is. And it it, we gotta like, you know, the joke answers would never work, but, I mean, it would be nice. I, I think that the psyche of a lot of workers would change if we figured out ways to, to make your interviews more of a mutual respect thing yeah. than debasing yourself to the worker. I think that like yeah. if there were just Doing subtle like- ways to change language, the way, you know, the, the example that's always up there is that like it's pro life and pro choice because pro life like pro pro pro-life is a, uh, 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 who wouldn't be that. Right. You know, who wouldn't want to be that they chose that they like, and, and like, uh, uh, that's the same. If we can change the language around hiring and getting jobs, I think it goes a long way to even changing what the job ends up being and what the relationship with the job ends up being. And if, you know, if it's a good candidate, like, it's, it's just about showing it's about subtly changing the way we talk to maybe change the attitudes of the people that are working.
0: Yeah. that I mean, yeah, not to, to harp on for too long, but that is, it's what I was trying to say is like, it's a change. Like the, the interview was something was like when you were going to be a company person, when you were signing up for a career and a career meant pensions, your yeah. Co- career meant you did your service and and you retired from it. But, uh, that, Like these same job interview sites that are hosting that are posting all of these tips are also saying don't stay at a job for too long, switch up your career, try things that different things, you know, all of this stuff. It's it does it doesn't acknowledge the reality we we can't escape like what the what the modern work environment is for very much longer. I don't know. I don't think Gen Z is is. You know, based upon like that, uh, that debate, I don't think they're coming into this world with any delusions anymore. I think there's yeah. been, a, you know, uh, the people younger than us, like we, we had to step into this like full information of the internet and ideas and all of this stuff. They are bathed in it. They are from childhood. They now know that they're being exploited when they go get paid $7 an hour. TikTok is telling them, you yeah. know,
1: yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's, uh, it hopefully that those changes start to occur over time. I mean, you already hear them kicking and screaming away from it, yeah. you know, but, uh, we can win. I think this is the kind of, I mean, having, having a talk about even just changing the language of what it, what the relationship is, is like a really powerful step into changing the, the, relationship that you have at work. And that's what we have to, we just, we have to fucking assert that shit. We can't just submit to them. That's not what that relationship actually is. Right. You know, it's not benevolence. They want something out of you and you want something out of them
0: absolutely well thanks for listening to street fight uh we will be back on sunday we're doing the abcd show that means anybody but cis dudes can call in we want to hear from you um if you are cis dude you're getting flushed down the fucking toilet so
1: and also shocktober this week for all the dude type people (laughs) (laughs) like it's just a whole it's all all the guests are dudes and we're talking about dudes
0: (laughs) dude shit it's happening friday Um, We also have a super cool um, shirt coming. Uh, All the Patreon subscribers, you'll get a discount for the merch in the store. We're doing another pre-order this month for a skull shirt and hoodie. That's going to be awesome. The wavy stuff is on the way. Uh, It's in the mail this week, I believe. Uh, We will be back on Sunday, like I said. Please support the show. We're trying to spread around uh, you know what we can and keep the zine going and everything but w- we need those monthly subscribers to step up so street fight on patreon patreon.com slash street fight radio that's the link peace
3: your pussy and i love it gonna kiss me real hard make me want it i think star signs mean nothing But I know you feel right, so I'm Mm -hmm. coming. But I could try if you left it. Guess I when you give a fuck. Good night. Your pussy is gone and I'm falling Well, I'm the same way when we're talking I've never been played in a good match But I win when I hit set I'm cool if you lock me up Knocked down from some other love But Their best wasn't good enough And you're better off with me You're extra special something else